0: Everyone, it is Dave and Jeff, March 4th, oh, 2020. 2020. I'm so excited,
1: and I have to say, yes. I don't know what the hell is the matter with me, Dave. A lot of things are the matter with me, but when I walked in tonight, Dave turns the TV in the garage over to Nick Walenda. Yes, you told me to, on Monday. All right.
0: Or Sunday, you told me.
1: Whatever night we're here. And as soon as I walked in, I go, God damn, I can't believe that's tonight. (laughs) We did a whole 15 minutes on this the other day. Yeah. Now, you would think, remember when you were a kid and Evil Knievel or Battle of the Network stars, man, you counted down or Fonzie was going to fight the Malachi brothers.
0: You know what the deal was? Neither one of us drove and only three channels.
1: Right. (laughs) So we just, but you just counted down all day. And I just walked in. I was like, oh, yeah, this dipshit's going to walk over a volcano right now. And uh, Dave and I are here. I'm very concerned about Sage steel And there's a part of me that thinks I should have taken the day off, <laughs> flown down there to comfort her because she looks uncomfortable. Well, she has a mask on her face. Well, maybe because she's breathing in. Poisonous gas. Yeah, the people with coronavirus are like, Sage, baby, what are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> um, but hopefully, by the time this show gets done, we'll have an idea. I mean, as Dave said, when I walked in, show's pre-recorded. By the time it goes here on the West Coast, this guy sneezes and falls in. You think we? Ah!
0: <laughs> um, but I didn't uh, even think about that. Imagine if you have a cough or oh shit, his dad's going down. No, that was oh, Carl. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Carl, go down.
1: They showed him Puerto Rico. Fucking guy was like 80 hey give it yeah. up
0: okay if you sneeze or you cough you're right they would throw you off right they just showed the wire and again i know when people listen to the show right now you're gonna know what happened but the wire disappears about t- tw- 10 20 yards in because of all the the fumes coming up
1: if you were you and i have been unemployed yeah if greg bergman <laughs> calls us and goes hey <laughs> i got a gig for us all right what is it well We're going to go down to wherever this shithead is, and uh, we're going to be in charge of dragging that fucking wire across And By the way, Dave, let me make one thing perfectly clear. Before you jump to say yes, he's been successful every time. If he gets out there and the wire looks like the goddamn trampoline at Circus Vargas, (laughs) it's your ass and my ass, Dave. Are you in? Now, I am going to need you to dangle above the volcano just to hang those fucking, uh, whatever that shit is,
0: those metal rods that they put on it. There's no goddamn way you and I are doing that. No way. It's funny. You and I are watching this thing, putting it together and yeah. how they got that wire across. Fuck that job, too. All right, let me ask you. You now have determined
1: that you, Dave Pallet, you're giving up the podcast. Yeah. And you're like, you know what, Nick up with your... N.I.K. name, you asshole. I'm going to walk the volcano, too, and I'm going to build the greatest team ever that's going to help me in my quest. Who is going to be on your team responsible (laughs) for dragging the wire across uh, the two buildings? I'm just going to throw some names out and you say yay or nay. Uh, First, it's going to be me. Am I on the team?
0: No. No, What the fuck? Fuck, no way. Good. I know you. You like to just rush and get things done. Yeah, it's true. I'm not a very patient guy. That's fine.
1: Uh, As much as I hate to admit, there's a sense of uh, relief. (laughs) I'm not responsible for this shit. All right, next name that comes up, Mike Costa.
0: No way. (laughs) Steve Woods. I think Steve likes me enough that he would try and make sure I didn't drop dead. Dude. God, you're the dumbest asshole. (laughs) Steve doesn't like
1: me. No, he likes you fine. (laughs) What is rope made out of, Dave? Fiber. Yes. And what is fiber not like? Fire. And how
0: are cigarettes lit? Fire. That's true. It's fucking heaters. Use
1: your fucking head. That's true. But you go ahead. I've seen a lot of
0: cartoons. Yeah. Go ahead. But here's the the other thing. What do I have? Well,
1: I'm going to tell you this right now. Go ahead. Okay? I just got bumped from the team, which was fine. But I find that Woods is in. I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to say this very early on. Yeah. I'm so offended by that (laughs) that when I told you two weeks ago, or it might have been five days ago,
0: I don't know when the hell I said it,
1: that if Rita went on a date after you're dead, me, Pete and Point Loma, and Billy were going to go Dennis Weaver.
0: You guys did have have my back.
1: Yeah, well, because you didn't return the favor, Rita and her new boyfriend just got a $100 (laughs) gift card to P.O.E.'s. (laughs) Fuck you. I hope they have a great night.
0: Uh, Someone pointed out that you said, and I missed it when you said it, and I said, I really couldn't speak. She'd be too busy crying. You said she'd be too busy dancing. Dancing. Dan Williams pointed that you out. You son of a bitch.
1: You son of a bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, uh, Alan Horton. No. What do you mean? That fucking bookworm would know what to do. <laughs> it was the last time you called somebody a
0: bookworm? Go ahead. Who else? I don't know. Yeah, I, I would trust Vera more than I trust Oh, Alan. for
1: Christ's sake.
0: <laughs> Vera <laughs> would look out for me. She would <laughs> make sure <laughs> everything's out. good. She'd
1: be the first one falling in.
0: She might fall in.
1: Yeah, you for goddamn, for Pete's sake, give me a break here. Al Taylor?
0: Yeah, Al Taylor. Oh, great. Yeah. Guy, 97 Labatt's into the day. That's great. <laughs> the guy basically works construction, though. Everything, you think those oh. pools, think he half-asses it? Everything's nope. exactly the code. <laughs> exactly the code. Yeah, Shit. He's not fucking me over. Al- Alan Taylor, man, right now is number one. He's in. What about Brian Curry? Brian Curry, <laughs> yes. Brian Curry and Alan Taylor, I trust them. How we looking down there,
1: Alan Overtz? Yeah, of course. Brian Curry's in. Dan Williams, he's a little bit of a loose cannon on social media, but you got to trust him to
0: build a <laughs> wire? That's what I hear. I don't know how good he is with his hands. Yeah. I don't, dude, I don't know who you would get. You <laughs> dude, I wouldn't do that shit at all. No way. Not in a million years. Dude, I'm telling you, how wide would it have to be for you to go? I feel safe to walk across this.
1: Uh, pretty much like an airport moving yeah, sidewalk. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'd still fall over the side.
0: Dude, I don't even know about that. An airport moving sidewalk seems a little narrow when you talk about being that high up. I'd yeah. get vertigo and shit. I'd fall right over.
1: Right over. Done. Well, we'll be watching
0: old Nick without the sea. How much do you think he made for this? I wonder if I could find that.
1: Damn. Nick Willenda?
0: Yeah. How much he How make old for- is he and how much is he worth? No, no. How much did he make for doing this on ABC? I mean, this is big ratings for two hours.
1: Big ratings is yeah. right. Huh. It is the family business. I mean, he only does one a year, right? He's got to make 500000 at least, right?
0: At least, right? You should. How much you get for I mean, fucking having them, them you get like a hundred thousand, don't you, for having the funniest home video?
1: Yeah. But they pay it over like forty years. Oh man. Maybe they do that to Nick too. Um, you get a million bucks for when America's Got Talent, some doing some silly card trick. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say Davey gets a million bucks. But how much I'm with <laughs> you. What's the insurance policy? No kidding. Eight hundred and forty. Yeah. But he cleared 160000 and they have John Cougar Mellencamp playing the post party. Fuck you, Nick. Sign the paper. <laughs> what else are you going to do,
0: asshole? Dude, I can't find how much he fucking made. Oh, man. Damn. Yeah. It's, ah, God dang it. That's not... That's not. Yeah, I can't find it. All
1: yeah. right. Nobody gives a shit. Just you and me. We'll figure it out later. I'm fuck. just trying
0: to think. If someone said to you, I'll give you a million dollars to do it, you'd say, fuck no. Fuck no, I'm dead. Even if it was $100 million, you wouldn't attempt it. I'm still dead. Yes. You can write as many zeros <laughs> as you want at the end.
1: It doesn't mean that my blind ass is going to be able to figure it out. Dude, I, no.
0: Okay. Zero
1: coordination on that wire. Zero. Zero. I'm not even going to fake. Like, well, you know, Dave, if I had 100000000 million, I'd go, no. The fuck am I going to train for this shit? Huh? Those two condos, the the Harbor Towers, the two brown condos, down by the convention center. Uh, breaking news: Former podcast host dead. Because <laughs> like a dumb fuck, he thought he could walk the high wire. Let's go live to Steve Price. Yep, right over there. Dead as can be. He's done. And I'm not getting Sage Steele out there either.
0: Sage St. Steele's the only one that's wearing the mask. Everyone else, even the the specialist, the volcanoist or whatever it is that yeah. the doctor. She doesn't have the vo- she doesn't have the mask on. Nah. It's what she does for a living. Yeah, she knows.
1: She's edgy. But who's this asshole? <laughs> That's the guy from The Bachelor, isn't it? The host. Look at this dumb fuck. He's got a mask. his is pink. Yeah. When you get to the set and they're like, Hey Dave, we're going out here. Uh listen, bud. We've got The best medical technicians that Fiji can provide. Dave, they're recommending you bring this air mask. We don't know what the fuck's in the air. (laughs) There you go. And they give it to you and it's bright pink. Are you like, oh, thanks, man. I appreciate you looking out for me. You're like get the fuck out of here! My boys are gonna light me up if they see me in this mess. That's fucking hilarious.
0: Sage Steele's five foot eleven because she's the tallest one on set. I was curious to see how tall. No, she I was. think
1: she's five three. I think the other guy next to her is a little shorter. <laughs> uh, best. When's the last time something happened in your life where you go, "Fuck, that is really cool." Somebody did something for you unexpectedly and kind of changed your whole day. You had one of those recently.
0: You know, it happens a lot. A Pretty lot of nice, times it, right? it is it's very nice. happens a lot. It's uh yeah, I'd say it's surprising that 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 many people will say, hey, I did this for you, you know. I like it. Yeah, it does happens uh, more than I deserve.
1: I had uh, I had two and two days. okay,
0: uh, really two.
1: Two and two days, the most recent one happened on the drive down. okay, and I had just stopped by to see my sons for a little bit. We were hanging out. had a great time and I was driving down. And my phone rings, and it's my son, Cade. And I'm like, oh, shit. I leave something there. What's up? I go, hey, what's going on? And he goes, hey, it was great to see you. That was really fun. And he said, I was just telling mom that I'm going to start making a habit more and more during the week of either calling you or telling her and just reminding you guys that I love you.
0: Oh, that's nice.
1: And I go, you know, man, that's awesome. Because I said... Between Jake and Erica and Allie and Cheech, we lost too many people too quick. And I said, that's never a bad day. And I go, I think that's great. And I go, you call me anytime you want. If you're thinking it. Uh, Oh! (laughs) Uh,
0: Just just uh, watching the practice when about six people just bit it.
1: Shit, go down!
0: Who put Michael J. Fox on the team?
1: Shut up. You disrespectful motherfucker.
0: God. Sorry, you were in the middle of a night nice story and I ruined it. Well, yeah. Big shock. Um, And then. No one's ever called me a disrespectful motherfucker <laughs> before until this moment.
1: Uh, yesterday, maybe about one of the coolest things that's happened to me in a long, long time. A friend of mine who started it goes, that's a pretty low bar. I go no, it was fucking great. So I've said this story. I won't. At some point, we'll tell the whole story. Okay. But um, November of 2018, I went to Toronto. Yeah. And you guys know, man, 2018 was just fucking crazy. It's we lost Dave. uh, Dave's dad. This was shortly after. I'm right on this, right? This was shortly after Jake had passed away.
0: No, no, my dad died before. Jake no, I passed. got. Yeah. No, I
1: got it. But your da- all in 2018. Yeah. I went to Toronto yeah. in November. Yeah. But your dad had passed away. I move out of the house. I get a divorce. We'd been through all this crazy shit. We'd had the event. But when I went in November, this was just a few days after Jake had passed away. Okay. Right? Remember? Yep. No, I'm I'm remembering yeah. because yeah. we were here, and saying, uh, and saying, "Fuck, man!" Like. I kind of wish I was home, but I went to Toronto for a week and while I was there as we were kind of trying to figure everything out that had gone out, I will just say I had enjoyed the nightlife of Toronto, which I don't really do four nights in a row. yes so Sunday comes around and I'm there working a trade show and uh man I am like I am beat up right now. Next thing I know, this uh, ball of energy is in front of me. And she says, hey, I'm the photographer for the event. Am I allowed to come in here? Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Like, go ahead. And she goes, all right. She goes, uh, look, I got to take some pictures. I may have to stand
0: on the furniture.
1: I go. (laughs) <laughs> have fun right we're in mississauga ontario
0: knock yourself out
1: right now as i'm looking at this girl i immediately know her story and i look and i go man this girl's probably a college intern working for the local paper and she's out here uh shooting pictures man her whole life is in front of her chasing that rainbow <clears throat> and i should tell her that media is shit but You know what? Let her just chase it. Let her just chase her. (laughs) And uh, so she's taking pictures, the whole thing. And again, not only am I thinking this in my head, I know in my head, this girl's a college intern, the whole thing. So at the end of this day, like a seven-hour day, I said, uh, like, we're talking photography, the whole thing. And I want to find out if she has an Instagram or social media. But if she's a college chick, I don't want to be a creeper. Yeah. But I'm interested to see the pictures. So I said, uh, hey, do you have a social media? And she said, yeah, it's at uh, doctor in her name. And again, me being me, I go, I'm thinking in my head, well, that's a little ballsy to give yourself a self-appointed doctor nickname. But hey, that's how shit gets done in, the li- in life, right? Yes. You got to just go for it and be your own biggest fan. Uh, her name, and I'm gonna say her name because I don't care. I never say her name on the show. Her name's Johanna Carlo. I also thought for about four months that the H was silent. Yeah. So I just thought her name was Johanna Carlo. Yeah. Until I called her voicemail one day and she's like, "Hey, it's Doctor Johanna Carlo." And I'm like, "Oh fuck, I guess the H isn't silent." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: And, oh, by the way. Did you say it back in the message? Oh, fuck, I guess they're yeah. in silent.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, and then it also confirmed that, oh, I guess she's not a college intern taking pictures. Yeah. She's an actual doctor.
0: Yeah. This is why you lost a shitload of money working at the fair. When yes. You had to guess ages and weights.
1: And what do you do for a living? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Uh, Handing up
0: big plastic toothbrushes. Fuck, I lost again. <laughs> enjoy your toothbrush
1: now listen i would say any woman if i look at you and you happen to be in a certain age bracket and i'm i'm convinced you're a college intern yes it's not a bad thing on you at all so uh we made a couple trips to toronto we go hang out and then um november of last year i'm up there uh no shit this was may (laughs) Because I went to the Blue Jays game when all that shit was going on. Yes. She and I spend the day in Toronto. It's one of the greatest days that I've had because we started at the Hockey Hall of Fame. We went to the Blue Jays game. She got insane seats to see the Blue Jays and Twins. Then we ended up in Jurassic Park. Amazing, right? Yeah. But while we were at the Hockey Hall of Fame, I made the following mistake. Canada runs on a lot of coins they have a dollar coin and there is a two dollar coin that they have to this day dave as much as i've been up there i still have no idea what that fucking coin is called. Oh, shit. all i knew on this day on this tuesday afternoon was that that two dollar coin would get us a game of bubble hockey okay So I come out of the bathroom. I swing by the gift shop. And I'm like, look, I just, like any moron tourist does, I just put all the money I have in my pocket down. And I said, I need to play bubble hockey. I need $2. And the guy's like, dude, gives me this coin. And I go over, I track her down, and I get like four inches from her eye. And I'm holding up the $2 coin. And she's like, yeah? And I'm like, bubble hockey now and she's like oh let's fucking go <laughs> so we go it's USA against Canada yeah i will tell you this as i said to her on the phone today i went into that game knowing i was going to fucking smoke her and yeah. there was going to be no i hadn't played in like 15 years but i'm like this is probably going to be like a seven nothing game i'm immediately up to nothing and it's like this is amazing yeah her first goal i don't remember she gets a goal. It's two to one, but we're closing down. It's the end of the third period, and she, I'm um, goalie, right? I'm yeah. um, turned to my right, like the goalie would do. Her guy's coming up the right side. She holds the puck and looks at me and goes, "Look, I'm telling you right now, I'm shooting over your goalie's left shoulder, and this is going in. We're gonna tie this game." I'm like, "Yeah, go ahead, <laughs> tie game." <Fuck! laughs> Now we have, like, clock is – there's no overtime. Yeah. Clock's churning down. And uh, she goes, hey, I'm just telling you, I'm going to beat you on that same shot. And she did. And as soon as the puck goes in and buzzer scores, she – Scored two of the most insane goals I've ever seen in bubble hockey. Just
0: like when Canada really
1: plays the United States. Yes, very much. (laughs) And did it within 45 seconds. And it has been. At what
0: point did you realize she gave you the first two goals?
1: God, until you just said that? (laughs) She owned
0: you. She owned you from start to finish.
1: Yeah, complete mark. Like a fucking joke. Here's the thing, though. When you go through a divorce and when you go through depression and when you go through things like death of a very close friend, man, the people in your life that get you out of this, they always matter, but they really matter at this point. And as much as Dave and Stevie Woods and my sons Cade and Jack and Katie Temple and everything else, man, what what my friend Joe does – on a regular basis to just kind of keep me balanced. And maybe it's the medical background. Maybe it's the Canadian background, the hockey background. I don't know. But I'm incredibly grateful that she came into my life. So a couple of months back, she went to Kenya. She went to Kenya and really did a cool thing, teaching medicine and doing some great things for the people there. And she was part of a group And they're doing medical and they're doing dental and she's taking pictures and doing all this amazing shit. And she said to me like 10 days ago, she goes, hey, um, I got a few things for Jack and Kate. I'm going to drop them in the mail. I go, oh, this is great. So last night, I don't know if people have this. Dave, do you have this thing that the post office provides where you can get a picture of what's in your mailbox every day? No. The free service the post office provides. I would highly recommend to anybody. Uh, do it. What do you see? Just a bunch of letters? They they take a picture and they show you letters and packages that are there because with things being stolen all the time, okay, it protects the post office and can give you a heads up like, hey, my debit card's there or my credit yeah. card. Or, or in this case, oh, shit, the package is there from Joe. And so I'm driving home and I text her. I go, hey, man, that thing showed up. And she goes, oh, there might be something for you in there. And I get home and I'm thinking about, you know, Jack and Cade. Yep. And I start to open this envelope and I see a copy of Bobby Orr's book. Now, for me, hockey has always been one of my top sports. Yeah. And for people that really like that, we talk hockey, they know Bobby Orr to me is one of the top two or three of players course. with Gretzky that just for me are personal. Favorites. A couple years ago at my job, we got a signed Bobby Orr card and it's incredible. And I opened this thing and I go, Holy shit, she got me Bobby Orr's book. This is really great. And then I realized that's not really where the game ends. And I opened it up and goddamn if Bobby Orr didn't sign that book for me. That's awesome. And Dave, I'm just telling you, when it happens unsolicited, like it freaked me out. And it was so nice and so genuine and just awesome and I called her and I said man this is great this is really great and she goes yeah she goes I was really happy to get him get you the book but not nearly as happy as I was to tell him how I killed you in bubble hockey (laughs) and she goes how does it feel that one of your favorite all-time players knows that you got smoked at the hockey hall of fame to a chick and I go it's fucking great great story but I just man David's that thing where you get it And I hope anybody who hears that gets it. Between my son Cade pointing it out tonight, between what my friend Joe did for me yesterday, like you go, dude, this has been a really cool 24 hours, 36 hours. And you go, I hope that anybody hears that Dan Williams and his brother Dave came by tonight. That was great. But it's like we start to remember the little things that changed – an average day to a really great day. And I just hope for everybody. I thank everybody that reached out. Kyle Kraska is like, Hey man, you may have heard a rumor that re-gifting things is frowned upon, (laughs) but I'll take that book. Uh, I loved it last night when you're like, nice job getting it signed to Jeff. Now you can never sign it. The next (laughs) message I get is from Jeff Williams, who says, how much do you want for it? But I just... Like I said, we tell everything as far as the bad days. When you're having the good days and thanking the people yeah. that that change the momentum and look out for you and prop you up and just do it for no other reason than it's a cool thing to do, man. I'm incredibly thankful. and
0: it's no, awesome. I mean, yeah. that's really cool. I tell you, the biggest thing since Jake passed is I have more people that will tell me they love me. You right. Know? And it used to be, you know, you hear that from your mother. You hear that from your father. You hear that from. I didn't. You know, and that's so funny. Your I said parents- that to
1: Kate. No, I said that to Kate tonight, not to interrupt you. Yeah, no, no, I want to hear it. But I came from a house where it real. I know they do. Yeah. I know they do, but I never said. It. But the weird thing is, Dave, in like the last two weeks, my dad says it to me for the first time at the end of every call. Wow. And, I just- and it just
0: started doing it? Yeah. It's Did- that's it's But I've always known. Yeah, my dad, of course.
1: You know, my dad yeah. treats you like his yeah, of course. Like your another dad, son. Your dad sends me emails all the time. Yeah. Uh, my dad couldn't be a bigger fan. But yeah, Jack and Cade, my sons have been told they've been loved every day yeah. by both their mom yeah. and and by me. But no, I, I came from a house where it yeah. wasn't said. And that's why it was important as a parent to make sure that it was said.
0: You know, it's funny. My dad and I never saw things the same way our entire lives. So we he thought I was took too many chances. He liked things a little more secure. He didn't like the avenue I took in this career. He, so many things he didn't like that I did. I just made him uncomfortable because it wasn't his way of doing things. But he always told me he loved me. We'd be That's in the cool. car just driving. I'm just I'm out of nowhere to say, hey, you know, I, I you know I love you. You know how important you are to me. But it was it was that was great, and I knew he meant it. But again, Mm -hmm. it was tough not ever seeing things on the same page. At fifteen years old, he told me, "You and I are never going to get along. We're we're never going to be friends." Can you imagine that? Oh, I imagine I was fucking there. I was no, but but I'm saying as a dad, can you imagine? No, I would never say that to my son. I mean, Josh and I are best friends. You know, I mean, we're we're nonstop. We get up in the whether it's first thing in the morning or it's uh, you know watching the Lakers, whatever. By far, man, we we talk about everything. So. It's it, very interesting, but I do appreciate – I mean, I know it took Jake dying for people to start doing that to me, but I, I like every one of them. I get texts from people all the time who yeah. didn't do it before, and I know they cared about me. But, yeah, it means a lot to me. You know, when even when – I see Sean Walsh every morning at the 6 best. o'clock in the morning. First thing, he gives me a big hug. Right. We, then, he end, then at 7 o'clock when we leave, big hug. Right. But all those guys have been outstanding. The kids that I coach right now um, – and, and this reminds me so much of Jake – is that Jake was the, the big hugger. In mm-hmm. our family, Jake was the guy that was always the always. big hugger. and every picture, he has his hands around his teammates, something I never noticed until after he passed. But every kid at Benito Vista High School, when Josh and I get there, they line up mm-hmm. and they uh, and and they give all of us a hug. And then when we leave, same thing. Nobody uh, starts the day or ends the day with that hug on the team.
1: So great, man. And
0: so it's funny. I hired a new coach uh, a couple months ago, and one of the kids tried to hug him. He goes, no, no, no. Oh! I'm a handshake guy.
1: You get the fuck
0: out and of here. So, kid, oh, don't tell that to Mark Grant. The kid, the kid kind of looked like, "Hey, what what the fuck's going on?" You know, kind of kind of crazy. But yeah, it, it's it's funny. Josh and I, as close as we are, we don't hug as much. Like you know, I yeah. hug these kids, but there's it, nothing like when we win. All the coaches will give each other a hug, but there's nothing yeah. like hugging your son. You no, know, and the and best. I know you just saw your boys about an hour ago, and. There's nothing like that for for him, and I was I know it's important to my wife that when he comes and goes that she either he either gives her a kiss gives her a hug because without having Jake you know you're like man this is this is it you know there's yeah. no point in waking up if something happened to Josh, and then yesterday Sean Walsh was trying to tell Josh he should go skydiving, and I'm like <laughs> dude why don't you shut the fuck up like, I'm l- looking at him like dude stop what are you yeah. crazy his mom what about bullfighting oh, my God, his mom will f- go nuts if he jumps out of a plane. And Sean's, oh, it's fucking awesome. And I'm like, are hey, you out of your fucking mind right now? Stop talking. Shut up. Jeez, that's all <laughs> I got left, you asshole. Uh, hey,
1: fucking
0: here's guy. one quick
1: one along yeah. wall, and,
0: and, Go ahead. I got a Mark Grant thing for you, too.
1: Oh, we'll get to that dipshit in a second. <laughs> um, David, it was funny because Facebook memories come up, right? And it's probably the only reason why I I keep my Facebook account open is because I love shit like this from three years ago today. But it makes you think, and it kind of goes along the path of what we were just saying. And I said, shortly after getting blown out for the 100th time, feeling miserable, I ended up uh, out for a fight night with C.S. Key, Sean Walcheff, and Jim Trotter. Love it. They got me laughing, told me everything would wind up okay. How great for me to be able to see the three of them tonight after my first week at the new job, to say they were right, and to thank them all for having my back. I appreciate all of them and look forward to the next card. Thank you, boys. And that was it, man. And it's like uh like it was just cool and, and it C S is gone. Yeah. But I just C S is a guy that when we talk about that, um, I've said this when everything was kinda going down and kinda spiraling at the start, right after we had left Clear Channel, uh C S called for a fight night yeah <clears throat> it was like hey what time you get there <laughs> and i was like uh man i don't think i'm rolling tonight man Did
0: fuck you ain't fuck you ain't great great goose on me motherfucker
1: <laughs> great goose had shot no i'm kidding <laughs> but he was like fuck you ain't it's fight club baby you're in and uh and i went and yeah. they're just Trotter and Walchef so and, and CS and fuck man my like CS had been through a lot yeah. and I think about how fun it would be to have him down here doing his bullshit and like how much I miss that guy on a daily basis so yeah I just like I said I I figured we would come down here and there'd be a lot of different things but when you it, you're hit with a left right but instead of it being a a shot in the nuts where you go fuck I'm so genuinely lucky to have the people in my life that I do. Dave, I yep. know you feel the same way. The people that kind of look out for us on a daily basis, man, it's, it's pretty awesome. It could be pretty amazing that when that shit happens. It's pretty cool.
0: It is. All right, so I've got to ask you a, a couple things about Mark Grant. <laughs> Let me hear it. One, that guy comes out today and tells everyone, I will not be shaking your hands.
1: Yeah. So re- from
0: now on, if you see me, hey, nothing against you personally. I just won't be shaking your hands.
1: I wrote him back and said, I don't remember asking. Keep moving. And then I wrote, hashtag Kevin Mitchell shakes hands. And then he wrote me back and said, I can't shake your hand with my fist down your throat. Carlo Chichetto wrote that escalated quickly. And I told Mud tonight he needed anger management. He
0: does. He absolutely does.
1: Dude, did you see? Are you
0: afraid of this coronavirus?
1: Well, I'll get to that in a second. Did you see the clip from today's game? I told all you, I have never gotten anything right on this show except for the one thing. Yeah. I told you Orsillo and Mud were going to be great. Today, <laughs> it was either today or yesterday, but I just saw the clip today. They cut to Don and Mud in the booth. And they're talking, and all of a sudden, Don <laughs> looks at the monitor. And have you seen the new Mark Grant graphic? No. So they're just chatting in the middle of the game, and here comes this graphic, it's a picture of Mudd pitching from the 10-year Major League career, and Arsillo goes, what is this? What do you need to put your resume up there every night? Dude, it is so awesome. He's so disgusted by this new graphic, and Mud is just dying. Dude, they're so fucking funny, but I was going to text him anyways and go, What the hell is with your stupid graphic up on the air? But Orsillo beat me to it. Orsillo took him right out. Regarding the coronavirus, I will tell you exactly my feeling on the coronavirus. And like I said, one of my closest friends is a doctor and a Patreon subscriber. So if she hears this, I may get a blow dart (laughs) in the eye. I will tell you, and this is my free advice for anybody who wants to listen. I am of the strong conviction that when it's your time, it's your time. And I'm going to ride the fucking wave and enjoy every day. If I get a chance to travel to Toronto, I'm going. I have, as I said to the person flying home from Denver a couple of weeks ago, I don't lick the seat in front of me anymore. (laughs) And he's like, what? (laughs) I refuse to live my life scared. I doesn't mean... I I mean, like somebody wrote today. They're like, well, wash hands. They're like, well, why the fuck aren't you washing your hands Exactly right. Huh? You in there pulling your putt? You can't show me the common courtesy to wash your fucking swimmers off of there for crying out loud? What happened to common courtesy? Jiminy Cricket. Um, no, I'm not, Dave. When it's our time, it's yeah. our time. And uh, I But thought, at the
0: same time, you'll like wear a seatbelt, right? Well, sure, and, and yeah. and you And do you get the flu shot?
1: No, flu shots fuck me up. Dude, flu shots fucked me up. I'm laid out for like three days. No. That's what old granddad's
0: for. There you go. I I do believe what you said. When it's your time, it's your time. Yep. I do wash my hands. If I shake someone's hand, I will go out of my way to probably put Perel or something on it. But I've always done that anyway.
1: Now, the Williams brothers were here tonight, and I believe friends are family. And those guys to me, even though I just met Dan's brother tonight, I'm so excited for his family. I shook both those guys. Yes, in, of course. But I like the idea, and those guys are just good dudes. But you know, you get some of those guys, right? That think they're walking out, they're going to be Lee Haney. And you're like, hey, hey, calm down, okay? <laughs> and so, yeah, if it goes, but and you go, well, it goes to a fist bump. Yeah. Now you got that guy that thinks he's uh, Jack Dempsey, right? He's yeah.
0: Gonna, Doesn't know how to do it. He turns his knuckles in and yeah. fucking jacks you.
1: Hey. Fuckhead. (laughs) But yeah, Mark Grant tonight with his big public declaration. Well, goddamn, now what are we going to do on opening day, right? (laughs) Yeah, what are we going to do now that we can't shake his fucking hand? Trust me, if you saw the pictures he sent to Vaskersian from hotel rooms, we should have stopped shaking his hand five years ago.
0: Exactly right.
1: Yeah, that guy's not really Bill Nye the science guy when it comes to uh, cleanliness fucking weirdo
0: my kid asked me today about mark grant he said do you think more people know mark grant from the baseball player or mark grant as the broadcaster the
1: broadcaster that's what i
0: said i said mark grant's parents don't remember he played baseball
1: Dude, can i just say about that guy that is dude is he just the fucking best guy in the world
0: he is the absolute best dude in the world we should start calling him mark the conqueror <laughs> he's a, he's great he's absolutely great I love him. Honestly, he's what I joke around about it all the time. But no joke. Anyone who knows Mark will tell you, Mark, Ernie Martinez, a select few are just honestly the nicest guys you're ever going to meet. Right, like almost too nice.
1: Chiquito is a great
0: dude. Carlos is a great guy. But I've been around Mud for over 20 years, and I'm telling you, it's not an act what you see on TV. Mark is the nicest guy you're going to meet, dude.
1: Else would be much friendly. nicer
0: guy than I've ever been in my life. Oh,
1: without question. Yeah. Every time Dave, I try and
0: say I'll be a much nicer person for here, or not, you can't match Mark Grant. He's the best guy you're going to meet.
1: Dave, I've said to this guy 75 times, if not 100, that I left a party at San Diego State on the night they traded for him. Yeah. I, I drove down from Cardiff on a motorcycle. I had a full red solo cup full of beer, and I was so pissed. When I saw Kevin Mitchell on CNN with Fred Hickman with that Giants logo, that I fucking threw the beer and I went home. And he still takes. I could text him tonight. I could text him tonight, and he would. Yeah, I tell him tonight. He's like, hey, you know, hey, I'm probably gonna stop shaking hands. And I could write to him on social media. Goes, who the fuck cares? He still talk to me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the nicest guy but him look the, i i didn't necessarily yeah. see a chemistry with him and enberg him Nobody and bersgeon were great
0: enberg doesn't a chemistry with anybody
1: but that goddamn him and orsillo yeah. did you see him lighten up orsillo cuz they had video of orsillo hitting in the no, i, I didn't think from fantasy camp oh my god mud was killing him it's so goddamn funny they're so good Okay, here's a question for you. They're legit the number one guys in baseball. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And
0: and I'm proud to know them. I'm proud that they're part of San Diego. I think they're honestly, if you name top ten things, best things about San Diego, those guys are in there right now.
1: Yeah, and they're going to hang.
0: Okay, and here's my question for you. I know Don just got here a few years ago, but Mudd's been here for more than 20 years. Oh, As a broadcaster. Yeah. How long does it take Mudd to get in the Padres Hall of Fame?
1: Well, I mean, we've got to get Ted in we got to get Bob Chandler in. I don't know why they're treating the Hall of Fame like it's Fort Knox. For yeah. Christ's sake, right?
0: Yeah, exactly right. Like, but but Mud should be in the Padre Hall of Fame.
1: He will be. Um, my belief is that it will go, listen, I'll tell you uh, a handful of these guys. Um, Ted needs to be in. Bob needs to be in. Then Mud needs to be in. But I will tell you this. I also believe you can find a space for Matt Vascursion. Because I feel like Matt did a good enough job and made enough of an impact when he was here to he be sure remembered. Did. He did. And loves it. Very proud of his time here, right? Even though he's an A's fan. So what? Yeah. Um. I mean, that to me are the guys that matter. And and then you go for the other guys. You go, okay, great. We'll worry about it. But yeah, Mud needs... Mud will be in there. Mud'll, but I just... I don't know what the attitude is on the Padre Hall of Fame. I wish I had a better idea. They they just they're they're kind of blowing it on that. And listen, I got <laughs> I got a message today. I asked you if you were if you were sent the same email and you were saying you don't know if you got it. I got a message today from a very very good source. Yeah. And the message said, "Hey, I'm letting you guys know that I work for the company that is providing the shirts for the Padres ground crew. Opening day is in a couple of weeks, right? Was yeah. It three weeks from Thursday, three weeks from tomorrow, I think is the day, pretty sure. The Padres grounds crew are going to be wearing blue polos.
0: Why? Uh, I don't know. To me, the color blue will stand out so dramatic in Petco Park for anything because we all know that's not the color anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean, I get overhauling and taking out the entire seats for 48000 like, that's Yeah, not and I
0: understand a, that, but I'm just saying any employee of the Padres should never be wearing blue.
1: Right, and from, I, d- I don't know, I can't speak to anything else, I can't tell you about concessionaires or ushers, I don't know the answer there. All I'm telling you is that I was told today and had photo evidence to back it up, provided to me. I think when you go out on opening day and the pods are there, Dave, your guy, the dancing member of the ground crew, <laughs> yes. he didn't have to change out his blue shirt. <laughs> he's wearing the same blue shirt that he's worn the last 10 years. Is that, am I weird on that? That seems like, it's why just, wouldn't you get Brown?
0: I hate to say it. It sounds like so Padres, but that's just ridiculous. It has to be Brown. Doesn't make any damn sense. By the way, this guy, Nick Walendo, looks like a douche with that fucking mask on his face.
1: Well, he looked like a young Fedor Emelianenko, the <laughs> MMA fighter. But David, he's attached to something, right? Look at Yeah, he is.
0: He's attached to the other other wire. So
1: he's- there's a secondary wire that he's attached to. Does that lessen what he's
0: doing? Sure it does. All right. Come on. If he falls, he's just going to dangle. Yeah. He's not going to fall in a fire pit. I think, I think. Carl's disgusted.
1: Carl's like, fuck.
0: (laughs) Carl's just up
1: in heaven right now. Walking the wire. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you think's there? Who's hosting it?
0: Oh, my gosh. That's fucking crazy. Jack Berry from Jack. Joker's Wild? <laughs> That's it. All right, got to ask you a quick Padre okay, Hall of Fame ahead. question. Because as you're talking about dropping the ball. So I'm looking at the Padres, people inducted in the Padres Hall of Fame, okay? Okay. It started back in 99, this Hall of Fame. All right. You had Nate Colbert. You had Randy Jones. Both went into 99 along with Ray Kroc. Okay? okay. 2000, Dave Winfield. Okay. 2001, Buzzy Bavese. Also, Jerry Coleman. All right. 2002, uh, Tony Gwynn. Okay. 2009. What the fuck? Seven years off. Yeah. Is Dick Williams. All okay, right. Trevor cool. Hoffman, 2014.
1: So another five-year window? Yeah. Where Bob Six. Chandler couldn't have been?
0: Yeah, five. Sorry, five. And then, then you got 2015, Benito. 2015 is Templeton. 16, Caminiti. 16, Ted Williams. 17, Jack McKeon. Uh, Kevin Towers, 18. Nobody in 19. Yeah, uh, I mean, when did you get Lightner in there?
1: Well, yeah, Ted, and here's the other thing too. With all respect to my man Bob Chandler, Ted goes in by himself. Yes. Ted goes in and is acknowledged, and then in the next year, uh, Bob and Mud, who did a lot of work together early on, I would have no problem those guys going in together, or put Bob in next and then Mud. However. I like that call, Dave. Mud needs to go, in. I think we all figure Mud's got another twenty years here.
0: <clears throat> but I don't look how long. How long? Let's see. let What's Mud in mid fifties? Yeah, another twenty years. He's a hall of famer. I mean, he's it, it, you put another twenty years, forty right. years of broadcasting with one team. He's right. going in Cooperstown.
1: Well, and he's loved. Now you don't see the analyst. It's usually the play-by-play guy that gets the Ford Frick Award. Yeah. Right. I mean you don't see Steve Stone, you see Harry Carey. Yeah. I'm not not diminishing anything that Mud's meant to the broadcast because a lot of nights, right? That's the reason why we're tuning in. It's true. Orsillo is a guy that within probably ten years will be a Ford Frick Award winner. Guy who it's awesome. number one guy for the Red Sox, on the mic for huge calls. Yep. Uh impact guy for two teams. Uh impact guy in the American League and National League. Yeah, Donald get that call. national guy has done playoffs, yeah. has done games of the week. Donald get that call. Yeah, I mean you got a legit Hall of Famer calling games now. It's pretty cool.
0: It, it, great job again. Uh, the Padres should be very happy. I know they are that they have these guys. Dick Enberg, I thought honestly was kind of a disappointment. You know, him coming yeah. here, it wasn't what we thought it was going to be. It it seemed like he was never, my opinion, he was never a fan of the way Mud did his job, which yeah. was the Vaskers in a kind of let's keep it light. The team's not yeah. very good. Let's keep you entertained, and Dick wasn't going for that.
1: Um, will Leitner get the call for the Ford Frick Award at some point?
0: Man, I don't know. I and don't he's know.
1: He's been – so Ted's been – when did I get to KFMB? 95? So, dude, 25 years right now. Plus, he's been part of the broadcast for, I think, closer to 40 um, yeah, but at 25 years, and I think right about that time when I got to KFNB in 95, I think that's when Ted pretty much had slid over into the number one chair and Jerry became kind of more the two, maybe shortly after that. But I mean, it's longevity. There's not a lot of guys that you look around the game and you go, Hawk Harrelson got it this year. That's cool. It was nothing wrong with that. But there's not a lot of guys from a longevity standpoint that have outlasted Ted. I think you look at it too for guys that have had an impact in the market. I think though working against Ted right now would be the fact that Enberg got it a few years ago. Jerry got it a few years before that. And now you start working your way around baseball and you go, well, hang on. We're going to put three guys in from San Diego. Eduardo Ortega deserves the call for the Ford Frick yes. Award. Has been the Spanish announcer forever and is also called World Series game. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you could end up having goddamn Ford, four Hall of Fame announcers as part of the Padre broadcast. Pretty cool.
0: How old do you think Ted is? I have no much, no idea how much he's worth. How old, how old do you think he is?
1: I think Ted now is which is pretty amazing to me. I think he's seventy three or seventy four.
0: He'll be seventy three this summer. Yeah. In July.
1: Yeah. I'll uh I'll text him because he is scheduled to come in here. I couldn't be more excited about that. I know you are too. It's a little crazy right now his schedule with Aztecs in March Madness, calling Padres spring training games, the whole thing. But I appreciate the pods saying, yeah, we'd love to have Ted in the garage. And uh, Wayne Partello, uh, appreciate that very much. They they helped me on that. So as soon as Ted's schedule allows, I can't wait to have him down here. I really can't because, like, no bullshit. I feel like I know his career probably better than a lot of people locally right now. And I want to talk to him about being the guy. Yeah. Because he's been the guy for a long, long time.
0: It's funny. We always, I always tease Mike Costa at least for these statues. He likes to th- say we should throw a statue up all the time. Yeah, Ted's a statue guy. I mean, Ted's a guy that has done every major oh, yeah. sport for the city of San Diego.
1: Oh yeah, I mean uh,
0: Clippers, Aztecs, Padres, Chargers. He's done it all.
1: Oh uh, yeah, dude. The thing that I want to talk to Ted about is what that was like for him when they made that whole big deal that people love to hate him like I don't think, I don't think he liked that.
0: You don't think he liked it, the Howard Cosell deal, where as many people hated him as as loved him.
1: Yeah, I don't think. It, no, I don't know. I mean, I I started working on that show, in, I mean, I started working on his show pretty much when I got there. Yeah. So that was ninety five. So man, it's twenty five years I've known him. Dude, he's such a yeah. I don't know. We'll save him for when he gets in here. But I want to ask him about that, like what it was like going. Because now it doesn't happen. Can you imagine if Ted, they introduced Ted on opening day? Ladies and gentlemen, step in the mic. The voice of the Padres, Ted Leitner. Shut up! (laughs) Leitner! You asshole! Dude, that's the way it used to be. You blind fuck. Oh, you. I I swear to God. He said
0: he was having trouble with his eyes.
1: Not anymore. They're fine. You better calm your fucking jokes he, down tonight, buddy. According You're to whiffing. Him,
0: according to him, he can't hear me either. I say whatever I want. I get brave. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this asshole when does. He's And he, here's the deal. He steps on each each step with the wire as he slides his, his foot with his dance shoes. Yeah. Slides his foot forward.
1: Look at that picture, Dave. I'm sorry. We're right over the volcano.
0: It's windy too. You can see he's he's having a stop once in a while.
1: He threw that thing, though. He stopped. He's got this guide wire thing behind him. Yeah. Dude, he stopped right in the middle and reached up and threw it from, like, being over his left shoulder, threw it over his right shoulder, like, pretty fast, yeah. and then just went back. That would have been the end. That Come on. Are it. we going to give him a little credit? No, he's
0: tied to something. I can, it, it, he's not going to die. You know he doesn't want You no. know he didn't want that thing out there, no. though, right? Well, now I really do want to see him dangle. When I, they put, I want to see him fall off the wire and at least dangle there.
1: When they put him... When he used to be on, like, Discovery Channel, yeah. they didn't give a shit. They were like, we do Piranha Live, naked and afraid. Like, hey, Nick, you crazy shit. You want to walk the volcano? Hey, do it, baby. Do it, okay? <laughs> They're fine. Go get him. good-looking. Uh, is he singing? Well, is, okay. Well, you can't hear him because he's got a gas mask
0: (laughs) on. If you're on, okay. If if you're his family, which side of the wire are you on? Where he left or where he's going to? Well, you better be where he's going to, right? That's the picture, right?
1: Yeah. I like the sick fucks who pick out these things for him.
0: Yeah. Nikki. We could do that.
1: Yeah. They just show up in their shiny suit, chewing gum. Nikki, here we go. What we're gonna do? I flew down. I watched it. I what that shit with Google, where those assholes drive around the VW Bug. Google map. Yeah. I Google mapped it, Nikki. Live volcano, baby. ABC. They're gonna give you one hundred eleven thousand dollars, <laughs> and you're gonna be a judge on The Bachelor. What do you say? What do you say, baby? Look at you make your way across yeah this fucking guy i missed curb your other night uh, the other night too we gotta get the fuck out of here we'll oh shit my to god watch.
0: that is too damn funny that is too fucking funny all right hey real quick uh this day march 4th 30 years ago do you remember what happened
1: march 4th
0: 1990
1: 1990 oh i like that question march 4th
0: 1990 major sporting event was at a sporting event i should say
1: Dale Earnhardt Jr.? No. Oh, wait. No, Dale Earnhardt Sr.? Wait a minute. March 4th, we missed the anniversary of Tyson Douglas. That was last week. Yeah. I don't know. What happened March it, 4th? I'll 19- give you a
0: hint. It was a sad event. Does it help out at all?
1: Um, no, I'm trying to think. Where the fuck was I working? I wasn't even... Uh, was was interning for the soccer's. Did we lose that night? No, it was not Did they the lose to the St. Louis
0: Steamers? No, it's a sporting event, though, but it was uh, was not that. Ready? Yeah. Hank Gathers died. Oh, damn. Which was crazy as shit. Damn, damn, damn. Led the nation in points and rebounds. Uh, slam dunk alley-oop, and then yeah. turns to go up court and has a heart uh, attack, basically, and dies right on the floor in front of Bo everybody. Bo Kimball. Yep.
1: Paul Westfall.
0: That was crazy. Horrible. Yeah, I didn't. Oh. I didn't know if you were aware. But yeah. I didn't realize.
1: God dang, man! I just, you know, Dave. There, there are two things that that I did not like. That they kept showing the video of that to me. I didn't need to see it, and I saw today that we didn't touch on this the other day. We won't spend a lot of time on this, but the L.A. sheriff realized that there were seven or six, seven, eight members of their team that were passing around photos from the crash site of Kobe Bryant. Wow. And they were showing, they took photos. They actually found out about it from a bartender. And the bartender was so disgusted because these members of the L.A. Sheriff's Department were trying to impress, no joke, trying to impress chicks at the bar with, hey, you want to see crash site photos of Kobe Bryant? That this bartender reported them Good. to the sheriff. The sheriff today said, well, we have talked to them all and they have deleted the pictures. But no disciplinary action has been taking against, taken against the sheriffs. Don't you find that a little odd? Like that you're, you have guys.
0: That's disgusting, man.
1: Right? They said Vanessa Bryant was devastated yeah. to hear that people would do it. They didn't say who. Right. I don't yeah. know if it's the kids, or the adults, it shouldn't matter. It doesn't matter. But as bad as it would be for any grown adult. Right. If you were doing that with any of the kids that were involved, Mike. And no, my see- head wouldn't
0: work that way. At the same time, I will admit if you told me there are pictures online, I'd probably look for them. Really? Yeah. I saw. Did you see Nicole Brown Simpson with her head almost cut off? Unfortunately. Yeah. Had, Unfortunately. They this happened to fall in your lap. You went looking no. for me. You said, "Fuck, like me."
1: <laughs> no, that you remember those got out. Those got and out. How did no, they came get out. to you?
0: You? <laughs> bullshit! You sent me? No, I did not. You sent That's me a the fucking lie in an e-bike. No. <laughs> You sick fuck. All right. You were like,
1: we're going to Leisure's birthday. And yeah. I said, oh, I can't wait. I love going out to Marshall Scotty's. All right, I'm going to. And then I opened it and they go, oh, David. I'm oh, I feel lightheaded. Let me see these Ron Goldman. <laughs> see? All right. No, here, people here do. People, I think Dave, unfortunately. Yeah. For that, you have a natural curiosity yeah. because of how bad yeah you have it exactly but I,
0: but I tell you what, man, oh, I saw a video the other day of some guy talking shit to a bull in the in the ring. I don't know why he was talking shit to the bull. did you see this video?
1: No, to an actual animal
0: yeah, and the okay. bull took one giant step and fucking headbutted the guy like face to face, yeah, and then they showed the guy half his face fell off. It was awesome. It was like that's wow. what you get. What are you talking shit to a bull for?
1: They, I saw this whole. By the way,
0: have you seen Nicole Brown Simpson naked since she died?
1: What?
0: Come on. Do you know? Have you ever seen that video, that picture of Nicole Brown Simpson where she's naked? Like OJ took the picture. Like the long before she's dead. She's not dead. She's oh like, well,
1: you just said. Have you seen the picture yeah, of Nicole Brown after she, she died. died? No, no,
0: no. After like, she died, you perverted ass. Have you gone to look her up naked? <laughs>
1: Oh, the topless photo!
0: Yes, she was hot. Mills with tan lines,
1: <laughs> right? God, she would have been amazing. A fucking OJ, fucking dick. Why didn't you go to Rutgers? Why do you got tarnish USC? No, the way you said that, I was like, no, who posted not a pictures? Dead body. Of,
0: yeah. No, I'm just saying, even after she passed, we went back and we've seen pictures of her yes. naked ago. Yes, yeah. again,
1: I was under the impression those were an Evite to celebrate uh, Tove's 12th birthday. <laughs> and goddamn, here came Nicole's rack. That's it. Um, no, I think like anything, you go, you go, well, how bad was it? And then you saw it and you go, holy shit. Dude, like terrible. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I would say this, Dave, and it's not defending anybody who did it. When you just hear about the crime, you go, man, that's yeah. really, really awful. That's really, really terrible. And there's a part of me where you go, where you saw that and you go, boy, you have a different understanding of the rage of the family. And it shouldn't take something yeah. like that. But when you go two young people, one of whom is a mother to two kids. Yes. And somebody could do that to them. It's just, and I, I understand crime happens every day. But you see that, you go, oh, that motherfucker. Exactly right. right. A fucking yeah. motherfucker no, bullshit. Ki-
0: kids are off limits. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Terrible. All right. Before we get to how old are they and how much they worth, I want to mention Dan Williams? We saw him tonight, right before the show. It was awesome. great to catch up with Dan. Dan's the guy that can help you out. Dan's the guy. I tell you, must run in the family because his brother's in the financial business too. It's Dave nuts. knows what's going on. Great uh, to see him both. Uh, absolutely. How about that, Dan and Dave? Remember the old Reebok commercial? Yeah. <laughs> they they uh, Dan wants to help you get out of the renting. Uh, really, the, the thing that's a pain in the ass is writing a check every single month. For rent, I understand the money's not going anywhere. He wants to help you buy your first house. All you have to do is call Dan. He can walk you through the process. Buying a home is much easier than you anticipate. Make sure you call Dan. Dan's the one to help you get your finances in order. Again, 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813.
1: Well, I'm happy to say, since Dan gave me the advice, don't open any emails that say pre-sale code. I've been <laughs> successful. It's step one on my way back to financial freedom. But I think the other thing that you have to follow, and I was talking about tonight with my kids, is you have to be smart in what you do. And It's so good. Borrow smart, repay smart. Dan's book is so awesome because, Dave, there are a few steps to find your financial freedom so that you can buy a house. But you're right. I, I heard a guy today. Uh, on the radio, and I won't mention the call letters, but it's the number one country station in town. And it's the guy who was just saying, yeah, I go to my apartment, and you go, fuck, man, I don't want to go to an apartment. I want to go to my house. I've been a house owner. I've been a homeowner, and I'm going to be a homeowner again. And, And no disrespect to that gentleman. I don't know him. He's probably a great guy. And there might be a lot of people that are like, no, I'm fine with it. But for me personally, once you've had that rush of being a homeowner man you you want to do it again and look you got to check a lot of boxes to get there they're not just giving houses away in san diego uh but you need you need dan's help san diego slash dave jeff for the two free books how to buy a house with no money down borrow smart repay smart Get that financial plan in place
0: so that when you make the next call, you're ready to go. Also, Brian Curry, he's the guy to help you find that perfect house. He knows the San Diego market better than anyone else. He's been doing it for more than 20 years. He's the guy who will ask you, what neighborhood do you want to live in? We'll start right there. He'll ask what street do you want to live on? And guess what? He can narrow it down to putting you in that perfect home. No reason to settle at all. If you're moving in a situation where you're basically going to a bigger house or you're going to a smaller house, Hey, Brian Curry can help you with everything. Right now, we're in the process of working. With Brian couldn't be happier with him. We're going to go look at homes this weekend. He goes, you name the time, except for my kid's football game. And then after that, I'm free. <laughs> I said, you got it, Priorities. Brian. That's it. And I'm scared. So... We said, that's it. You, you name it, Brian, we're, we're there for you. And so he says, hey, Saturday, Sunday, you got it. He's very easy to work with. I'm glad he's a friend. I'm glad he's a guy that's going to walk us through the process. He can do the same for you. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Well, I had been thinking about moving back
1: to La Mesa and kind of being over by the village. But I have to tell you, Dave. Been watching this Nick Walunda special for like the last hour. You find a
0: home near a volcano?
1: Well, I realize there is a ton of open land all around where this show is taking place, completely undeveloped. And I think as soon as the uh, TV crews pull out of there, Brian and I are going to go in <laughs> and we're going to build it. We're going to build our podcast studio down there, right? We're going to bring uh, uh, Sean Walchev's been talking about the second location of Cali Comfort forever volcano heated barbecue. (laughs) What could be better? But I'm going to have to live close to that place. Keep an eye on the whole thing. I know a lot of you are thinking like, this kind of sounds like Jonestown. Bullshit. (laughs) This is going to be safe. And I can't wait. Now, it appears to be a little smoky right there. And so, uh, I don't know, we'll we'll make sure that we have the finest medical facilities (laughs) right there, too, at Dave Town. But, yeah, I'm excited about that. And if it doesn't work out, then fuck it. I'll just move back to La Mesa Village. The great thing is, while I'm looking to either live on the edge of a volcano yeah. or move to La Mesa or anywhere else, man, does it help to have peace of mind like I have with Brian Curry. And I just, I, my last real estate agent, yeah, my kids were about a year old. They took me into one of the worst parts of Spring Valley. Oh, wake up, Spring Valley. You've ridden pretty much scot-free on this show for two years. Well, guess what? You're a fucking shithole, too. And I couldn't wait to get the fuck out of Spring Valley. Give me a break. What am I going to do in that town other than work at the smoke shop and eat rolled tacos all day? (laughs) Nothing else to do. But when I moved to La Mesa and I get into the village, I know I'm going to be in the right place, a house that I can afford, a house that I'm going to love, and it's all because of my friend Brian Curry.
0: Perfect. Also, don't forget, when you get everything set, ready to go, you have the house, everything's good, you're going to need that perfect pool. Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools, he's the guy for you. Look, the schedule's starting to get really busy. We tell you all the time, you want to take care of this before the summer. You can get that perfect pool made up by Taylor May Pools. Or you can sit there and get your pool that you already have. You can get it resurfaced. You can get everything done uh, that should be working properly. Alan Taylor's your guide to make your backyard a staycation. Don't waste any time. You look at the 3D designs with a virtual tour. And also, you can take a look at how great all their pools look. Alan Taylor's number 619 449 4452. 619 449 4452.
1: We've got a brand new special for anybody buying a tailor made pool. Listen to this offer, and it comes only to Dave and Jeff listeners. For the next 25 people that order a tailor-made pool tonight, Dave and I will supply you with a sign for your fence that says, Hey, you, get the fuck out of here. Haven't you heard about the coronavirus? I don't want you wrecking my new tailor-made pool. Signed, you can put in your name. Longtime friend of the Dave and Jeff podcast. That's your gift, but again, it's only for the first 25 people that order a tailor-made pool, and you do it tonight. Remember, a custom sign. It'll fit great on your fence, and that sign will read, what are you doing here? Haven't you heard about the coronavirus? You're not going to bring your disease to my pool. Get the fuck out of here. And goddamn, yeah, they were talking today. I think it was that asshole Costa said... (laughs) That they're talking about March Madness games. There's rumors yeah. that March Madness games may be played in an empty arena. Well, I just think that's stupid. But I will tell you this. As summer is coming in, and it's getting hot. You're thinking about different ways to to cool down or just relax. You don't want to go somewhere where the, the community pool, right? Where all those little kids yeah. are taking a piss in exactly. there. Bullshit. Can't wash your hands enough. Get rid of that. Like you walk out to the car. Well, I tell you what, (laughs) not going to happen when you have a brand-new tailor-made pool in your backyard. Put that chain-link fence, electric (laughs) fence up, hang out, relax, ice-cold
0: the bats, and live the life you've dreamed of. That's the way it goes. Perfect website for you is just around the corner. Kyle Flueger's done a great job with ours, DaveAndJeffShow.com, Jake'sProjects.org. Kyle is your guy. Look, if your business isn't popping the way it should, Kyle Flueger's your guy at 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621.
1: Kyle called me today and said, hey, I think we got a brand new website. I said, let me hear it. mistake.com." <laughs> and I like this one. I like this. I said, Kyle, expand out. Tell me what you're thinking. He goes, well, it could be anything. Could be maybe they had a bad marriage. Maybe they had kids out of wedlock, right? Yeah. Maybe they held up the local five and dime. I don't know what they did. Chicks that made a mistake.com hey they need love too and I said Kyle let's let's go with it spitball it give me a couple of uh mock-ups and we'll get that thing up and running as quick as we can so look for that coming to a website near you Chicks who com. milfs who can't say no.com and uh what was the other one I love the milfs with tan lines <laughs> Milfs with tanlines.com was my original
0: Yes, I know you've been saying douche of the day. Douche D- of the day is big. But Daniel Tosh has dick of the week. So it's kind of the well, same that's thing. that's a little crude.
1: We're kind of a, uh, you know, a high-class operation. Maybe you take <laughs> a look at some of the women that listen. You think Padre Geekster wants to participate in that kind of outlandish behavior? <laughs> no. But I tell you what, and she can say whatever she wants. She knows I'm right. She's one of the sweetest people we know. And I guarantee you, there are times during her day when she crosses paths with somebody and she goes, you know what? This guy probably belongs on Douche of the Day. <laughs> she doesn't have to admit it, but when she goes to Target and somebody's left a, a cart behind her car, now what? <laughs> <Not> what? <laughs> now what, Geekster? You know I'm right, and I got your back. So That's what I'm saying. Doucheoftheday.com. All
0: right, here we go. March 4th. How old are they and how much are they worth? Okay. We're going to start off with Golden State Warriors star Draymond Green. Hmm. 34. 30. Oh. 30. How much is he worth? Less than I thought. I'll just say that. 70 million. 20 million. Really? That doesn't seem right. No, nah, numbers are wrong. I looked it up in five different places. For some reason, it's stuck at 20. I have no idea. Okay. All right, here we go. Bobby Christina Brown. She died five years ago. Oh, shit. Um you can pick either how old she was when she died or how old she'd be now.
1: Uh let's say um I'm gonna say she's she died five years ago. Yep. I'm gonna say twenty eight.
0: That's how old she would be? Today. Twenty seven. Mm. Twenty two when she died. How much is she worth?
1: Uh well goddamn I don't know what residuals are on my prerogative, Jesus. but uh I don't know. Well, her mom had dough. Yeah, her mom had dough. And they only had the one kid. Yep. Um, so there's money involved there. Uh, let's say uh, forty million.
0: Twenty million. Okay. Same as Draymond Green. God damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. One of my least favorite actresses, Patricia Heaton. <laughs> Can't stand her. Why? Because, man... Because she's always yelling? Always yelling. She can't just read a line? Like five feet tall. She's fucking always, always acting like she don't want to bang Raymond on everybody else. Raymond was always a hassle. Yeah. And then on that God dang in the middle show, which is horrible, was a terrible show. Fucking Eric Weddle writes, greatest show of all time. Weddle! So fucking disappointing. Now she's on some other show on CBS. She always gets a show. Yeah. Fuck her.
1: <laughs> Jesus. Okay. I'm a little... Your anger has got me a little thrown off All as right. I'm trying to get my numbers straight I here. Can't stand Patricia. He made it. Sweaty made it. Good. That was the most boring
0: it volcano was. in life. Super boring.
1: Boring. <laughs> like those guys at the wrestling match. <laughs> we should just sit there and, yeah, beat it, Nick. Nobody cares. Yeah, take off your nine safety belts and dance no around. No shit. Look at that. Come on. Get out of here, fuck. What usually runs tonight? Raised anatomy.
0: Yeah, you miss Modern Family.
1: Look ah, shit. Um, who am I? Who? Patricia Heaton. Patricia Heaton. Fifty. I'm gonna say she's sixty.
0: Little older. Sixty-two. Sixty-two.
1: Uh, dude, she's been on a lot of shows. Forty million. Forty-five. Okay. Pretty close,
0: though, man. Pretty good on both.
1: Pretty good. Okay.
0: Landon Donovan. Landon Donovan. Thirty five. Thirty-eight.
1: Damn. How much is he worth? This is a good one. Uh
0: fifteen million. Eight million dollars. Okay. Okay. Chaz Bono. Chaz Bono. Uh
1: fifty.
0: Fifty one. Fifty one. Yep. I gotta look this one up. Go ahead.
1: How much? Only child, man. Her mom's got a ton of dough. Yeah, but
0: she's still alive. Sixty million. Try five hundred thousand. Whoop. Share doesn't share.
1: Fuck no. Apparently not.
0: Sad. Yes, sad. All right. Last one. Worst mom of all time. Catherine O'Hara. Do you know who she is?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, from Home Alone. Yes. <laughs>
0: ah, shit. Sixty four. Sixty six. From Toronto. That's why I threw her in here.
1: All right. I like that one from Toronto. How much is she worth? Well. The exchange rate's not shit. No, um, that's a good a good start. $4 million. $8 million. All right, pretty damn good. And that's it. Um, hang on, I had one other one I was going to ask you about. Oh, I was going to ask you, when this guy was just walking across this bullshit. Ah, I <laughs> can't think
0: of it. All right, I got an idea for for a business idea for a t-shirt. Oh, let me hear it. thinking of bringing in a miserable Padre fan with this idea. Hashtag go sad.
1: Go sad.
0: Hashtag go sad. Hashtag go suck a dick. <laughs> you think anyone would buy those besides a miserable Padre fan?
1: <laughs> he'd probably buy four. <laughs> no, he'd be a partner. <laughs> uh, let's see. Dude, I will say this. Whatever. I don't know what. I was, I was caught on some thread yesterday. Yeah. It was all this shit about L.A. and. Woods was doing it. He was trying to run point on it. I don't know what was going on. Did you see this? No. Were like all these different meeting places. They were going to be in L.A. And I, I think like you and I got incorporated in because we're always talking about going up there. Yeah. But what goddamn H.J. Preller said. And again, I'm completely out of context. All I saw was him say, hey, and when we're done, we'll drive our kids by the Dorothy Stratton house. And <laughs> fucking struck me incredibly fine. <laughs> So none of the rest of them made sense to me, Yeah, but I know H.J. tunes in here and there. I don't even know what the fuck you were talking about, but the line about driving our kids or (laughs) me driving my kids by the Dorothy Stratton house was incredibly funny. Very funny. Yeah, I'll give you credit where it's due. Um, We are back here Sunday night. Okay. Uh, You can always send us messages on social media. doesn't mean we'll read them. Uh, at Dave Palais, at Jeff Dotseth. And uh, yeah, that's it. Be nice to somebody. Call somebody. Tell them they matter. We'll see you Sunday night.
0: Absolutely. All right. We'll see everyone Sunday.